wrestling time. Go. What's up, everybody? This is the KF Podcast Wrestling Show. Thank you for listening. If you found us on the interwebs, Google us. At the KF Podcast will show up on your social media and podcast catcher. Yep. Let's talk wrestling. Well, happy to be back this week to this show, because last week's wrestling show is frustrating to listen to, not being a part of it. Can I... What? I, I want to pull up your notes from last week. I, oh, my notes? That you were given a shit for. <laughs> yeah, you guys completely skipped over the first WWE live event in 15 months, SmackDown. You're like, I don't remember what happened. Neither do what I. What happened Next. that was so important? Exactly. Other than the fans being there, which was nice, but... The opening we, match. The, the triple threat match. That was an awesome triple threat match. It was, it was a six-man that... tag. Huh? It was a six-man tag. Six-man tag. It was an awesome <laughs> six-man tag match. It was a great six-man ma- tag match for SmackDown uh, over... How many hours of shows we had? It was just cool to see a finally like a like that the edge entrance, the Roman entrance was really awesome. The crowd was really hot, and the show the crowd was hot. The whole show was a really well done show. And what's cool about that is we're going to have hot crowds for at least six months. Yes, because everybody's so been cooped up for so long, and yeah, unless they pull the plug on them again here soon, but that's. Yeah, well, I just hope we make it two weeks till we can go to the debut of Rampage. Yeah. But anyway, we don't need to dwell on the past. There's a lot to talk about. Let's move on. All right. I have this here just in case I need to reference anything. Yeah, there were some things that I talked about, but we'll go moving on here. So let's talk SmackDown first Okay. from from last week. One of the oddest things I thought in that SmackDown show last week, Brock, was when they went to that place in Florida... For whatever that concert was going there's like on, four hundred thousand people, and there. there's like five hundred thousand people there, and they're just doing a Bianca Belair match, and no one, I think, had any idea what the fuck was going on. Because I no. think they would go to a match in between sets. Yeah, and it's like here's a, and they're like here's a ring, here's music, and people are just dancing to the Street Profits music. Yeah, because they're just like whatever, and they have like that. I forget what the rapper's name was. It was doing it. Wale. Wale. He's like yay, and the crowd's like yay, and then they're like. And then when they would start wrestling, there was people just like, what? Like, what are they doing? It was like Sturgis. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but the Sturgis crowd used to always be like, they at least know that that match, was, that there's wrestling at Sturgis. Right, they, they were wa- intentionally watching the wrestling yeah. match. These people were just like, what are we there. watching? Like, why is this going on? You know? Because you know there was girls there for the concert that were just like, what are they doing? Yeah. Like, I felt bad for the wrestlers having to wrestle in that sort of environment. You know? Yeah. Um, it's a big house, though, so they might have gotten a good cut. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, who knows. Uh, Brock, what do you think of Down on His Luck, Baron Corbin? Ugh. I think it's the best thing next to Roman Reigns on SmackDown. <laughs> I think it is, too. Uh, it, it, it's so entertaining to me. It's so entertaining. <laughs> he's uh, doing such a great job at it, too. Yeah, he's so into it and so dedicated <laughs> to it. It cracks me up. It's when he's tough. talking about how much he made and then how much mortgages cost and all that, and then when Kevin Owens gave him money and then Bobby Roode and or Bob, yeah Roode and Ziggler yeah. stole it off him and beat him up, like he's just so, the hair looks great, like the facials are so good. He's just like, uh-huh. oh, you know, Kayla, it's a lot of money to buy things, and it's it's hilarious. I like how Kayla was going to teach him how to do his own laundry. <laughs> um. It's just it makes me like interested to see more of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's going to turn babyface after this. Yeah, I think so too. Because um, I think people are going to get behind it. Because I think he's doing such a good job at acting. He is. Like, he who, really... who knew he had it in him? Yeah. yeah, he's really committing to it. I just after seeing the first couple weeks, I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah, 
<laughs> but it's 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 funny. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, I agree with you, Brock. My favorite thing on SmackDown, my favorite thing in wrestling, I think right now is Roman and the Bloodline. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I couldn't like it more the way it's going. Mm-hmm. I think his music is so good now that he's got new music. It really was good in the live crowd atmosphere. You know, he's he just cheered. he's just such a monster heel. Like mm-hmm. it just works. And he's doing the same things he did as a face, and people booed him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that shows you they should have done this years ago. Yes, I agree. And then the eventual turn face would have been so great. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's great. And I love that, that now they're done with the Uso infighting and they're just the tag champs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which will bring, I have a, something to add in there down the road on this to bring up. But um, it's great. I really like the way it, it's flowing. I don't I don't want to see Roman lose till, I mean, I, I'm fine Ever. with being a champion for a long time. Um, what would you think about the twist with the Balor stuff with Cena and all that? I liked it. He's not going to win. He's not going to win, and I don't even know if he's going to end up really fighting him. I don't think he's going to either. I think that it should come down to Balor and Cena having a match to face Roman. Yep. And I want Balor to lose, like, maybe get rolled up or something that makes him still look good. That, like, Cena snuck one on him. Like, maybe he's almost going to beat Cena and he finds a way. That way, maybe when, like... Roman beat Cena and they beat the shit out of him. Balor can make the save and then they can run with Balor fighting him for the next couple of months. Yeah. Keep him hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, if you remember in the in the original tournament, the Crown Universal Champion, he, beat Roman. he knocked Roman out. Yeah. yeah. He beat Roman and went on to beat Rollins. Yep. Yeah. I'm just glad he's in around the top area hanging out. You know, that he didn't mm-hmm. come back for... Uh, mm-hmm. I thought his pop was cool when he came out. He seems pretty over yeah. with, with the fans. So, you know, yeah. That's I was C- fine with that twist. Yeah, the Cena pop at Money in the Bank was fucking crazy. It sure was. Mm-hmm. Um, then you talk good WWE show, then we talk fucking horrible WWE show. I don't know <laughs> yes. what the hell's going on on Monday Night Raw anymore. Uh, I don't think they do either. Yeah. I was saying this earlier. SmackDown, everybody on there has a consistent story that's going somewhere and they're following through with it. Yeah. Raw, it's like week to week, anything can happen. Yeah. Well, here, here's the form, formula for SmackDown. It's like a soap opera. Your main story right now is the bloodline and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And then you have all the side stories that have all the interacting characters. Yeah. Whereas Raw, they don't even have a main story. To, yeah. Because you follow Roman throughout the whole show. They usually start with him, yeah. and then every two or three segments they'll have a backstage thing with He's him. He's the star of the show, and it's all about him. Yes. Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley has 10, 15 minutes. Right. Um, and it's just usually dumb. And he's not even the main star of Raw. Like, it's it's no. Orton and, and Riddle sometimes. Other times it's maybe AJ, or it's mm-hmm. like a Miz storyline. The, the New Day. Like, it's just all over the place. Uh, the women's division is an absolute mess, I yes. think. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just yep. getting same matches over and over again. They need Becky back to do to shake that up or do something with it. Bring up some of the NXT women. It's so crowded down there, and they have so many contenders. If you're an NXT person, do you want to come to Raw? No, especially if it's not if I was a woman. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, you can have good competitive 20-minute matches every week or a five-minute thing where you get beat by Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look what at... I choose? You guys talked about it last week. Look at Karrion Cross. Yeah. Yeah. There's, Who did Keith Lee piss off speaking I of have you know? no yeah. idea because he got smashed by Karrion Cross. I don't know what he did. I don't know. I mean, I know that Jeff Hardy has COVID. That's why, like... He wasn't there, but Hardy was supposed to beat him again. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. It's just, uh, I don't even... I mean, like, there was no effort into Karrion Cross at all. Like, they yeah, were like, here's a video, this is Karrion Cross. oh, now he's coming out. Oh, that's it. Like, uh-huh. no, like, you know, he shows up and attacks Lashley, or shows up and attacks Matt, something where you didn't see it coming. They're just like, oh, here he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when Owens debuted on Raw as the yeah. NXT champion? He feuded with John Cena. Yeah. It yes. beat him. And he beat him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a big deal. I think this is because... I think originally, when they moved NXT to USA, it was all about beating AEW. Like, AEW's not going to be anything. I can put this show out there. It's going to be on USA, and it's going to take care of that show. It didn't do what he wanted. Now I don't think he gives a shit about it at all. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to like elevate it, let's just destroy it. Yes. Yeah. It's. I think it was just like, eh, I don't know. Let's get rid of it. Like, who knows? It's really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's really ridiculous. Um. Else on that show. Um, okay, so I was on the phone with Ken talking when they I saw that Mustafa Ali and Mansoor are like coming out as a team, uh-huh. and Ken was like, "Oh, here they go." You know, racist WWE. Like they just put the two guys that kind of look like they're on a team now. After the match, they kind of work as a team. They do. I like the like the reluctancy of it's Mustafa not bad. To be on it. Like. When I first saw it, I was like, this is kind of just like, this is, Vince, now, I know why Vince put them together. Yes. Which is the bad thing about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these two guys are both looking like, oh, they come from the same place, let's put them together. So, I do realize the badness of it, but they're making a, uh, they're making the best out of a bad situation, and they are not bad together. Their moveset and the way they worked. It mm-hmm. was not a bad match to watch. Like I watched it, was like yeah. these guys are all right together, you know. And they had good opponents too. That are stuck in a horrible gimmick. Who was their opponents again? T Bar and Mace. oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those two fucking that, that shit. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. Those guys can go. Yeah, yeah, they definitely can go. Um, so they're not a bad team. Maybe they'll make the most of it. I don't know, but you know, I get the like. Eh. This is kind of, you know, a little fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, seeing what he did. But to their credit, they did a good job. Yeah. Well, hopefully they can overcome the typical WWE tag stereotype. Yeah. Yeah, you just do the same thing with them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, then Bobby Lashley just said, I watched SmackDown on Friday and Roman said no to John Cena, so I'm going to do the exact same fucking thing on Raw and say no to Goldberg. You know, uh, uh, I, I'm yep. tired of Bill Goldberg. I didn't mind when Goldberg came back and wrestled 
uh, Lesnar and did that return and was in the Survivor Series and the whole thing they did there. But this shit that he shows up and gets a title match and wins every time, it's you, you played it out already. Mm-hmm. He's not going to win this time. Though. I mean, we I know think. that he's the replacement because Lesnar turned him down. Yes. Yeah. Brock ain't ready to come back. He's still working in soup kitchens or whatever he was doing. <laughs> Did you it. hear the multiple sources are saying he may have signed with AEW? <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. That is totally against their whole programming and everything they are bringing in Lesnar. Well, here's the thing. They have unlimited income. Yeah. Like... Because that's a guy that comes in and goes, I need that title right now, and I want to hold it for a year. And what's that do for the rest of that roster? Mm -hmm. But it's looking more and more like it. Multiple people are saying that he may have signed. (laughs) I like that. I'm happy that... I'm so happy that AEW is taking all the people that used to bother me in the WWE. Like Daniel Bryant being in title pictures and and Lesnar all the time holding belts. And they're just all going to end up over there. It's going to be Monday Night Raw over there pretty soon. Yeah. If they don't stop with bringing all these people in. Who's out there unsigned if they just signed these three people that they're rumored to have signed? Who's left? Everybody. I don't know. I mean, the next team Would be The Rock. Yeah. Which yeah. they ain't getting The Rock. The Rock's going to be already yeah. is set to be at Survivor Series. The Rock and John Cena aren't going to sign with AEW. They work. The McMahons pay them. They promote their movies. They know what they're doing. They're not going uh-huh. to AEW. I just don't ever see that. Unless it's like. Undertaker's probably like under some kind of emeritus. Yeah. He, Stone for, Cold. For life. Yes. Yeah. And Stone Cold's not going to do that because Stone Cold don't wrestle. Well, Stone Cold's mm-hmm. under one of those life. He can't. He's in a lifetime contract. Yeah, he's going to... Stone Cold ain't going to go. I, I don't know. There's it's a, it gets, there's a big drop after those three. Well, the only other thing I can think of is them signing someone like Ric Flair. To yeah. come in and be with he's Andrade. probably under a lifetime deal too, honestly. Yeah. But, you know, he has a good relationship with Triple H and they love... And his daughter's there, you know, but... Mm-hmm. But his future son-in-law is at well, AEW. I think the next big name from the, the from the WWE in the future, I think it'll end up being Charlotte. I wouldn't be surprised. I think yeah. Charlotte, like, with her, if she marries Andrade and he's over there and she's all supportive of him, uh-huh. and they like, all right, we're gonna like try to promote somebody else in AEW when her contract's up. Like, we'll make you the champion come right now. Yeah. I could see her going. Yeah, and then I can't wait for that moment. I can't wait to be right. I can't wait to read the post where people were like, "Charlotte's great. It's great signing." I'm like, all you fucking people that hated Charlotte (laughs) Blair, now she has those colors on. She's the best fucking female wrestler of all time. Because AEW marks love anybody if it's related. They think it's the greatest fucking thing in the world. Not you. I didn't call you one of those, but that's how I feel about. Anyway, um. That was raw. So, NXT um, looks like Samoa Joe's not going to. Uh, uh, he's not a. He's not a uh, management anymore. He's going to wrestle. He's going to take that belt off Cross. We can all see that coming. Yeah. Poor Cross. I missed the first hour because uh, it was on Sci-Fi. My DVR didn't get it. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I'm fine with that. I like Joe. Joe's a good guy to put the belt on. He can work with anybody. Um, Cross is going to be main roster. Karrion Cross will his ex- contract. He'll get let go next spring. We'll see that they wished him well in his future. After Mania, him, him and uh, him and Keith Lee, and then you'll see them on Dynamite by July 
of next year. And Scarlett will win Money in the Bank. Yeah, when her three when her three man thing go yeah. through because these two guys are going nowhere on the main roster. Karrion no. Cross will be chasing the twenty four seven champion by, belt by November. Maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? He'll be like Karrion yeah. Cross is this, and then yeah, then you'll see um, AEW signs Killer Cross. He'll he'll appear and he'll attack Cody. Killer Cross is there. He attacked Cody. You know that, that's where it's leading. They're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Vince has no idea what to do with guys like that at all. That's true. Yeah. No idea. The only thing that could save Carrying well, nothing can save Carrying Cross. I mean, he's doomed. They already doomed him from his debut. They doomed him altogether. Um. But yeah, I like Samoa Joe in that role. Triple H likes Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe will be fine. He can wrestle and have matches with anybody. He's great. Um, I, I was think happy. That latest in one hit him ended up at AEW. Oh yeah. Well, I don't blame them. I mean, Triple H is the only one with a fucking brain around there anymore that goes. Mm-hmm. This is it. I mean, it's obvious now that Vince hates Triple H and that entire brand because of uh, the success that they get and because of what people say. It's the best women's division. It's the best wrestling on television. That pisses Vince McMahon off. So he uh, pulls those guys up and fucking makes them a joke, and then lets them go and gets rid of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And luckily, Hunter was able to step in and save Joe. Yep. Um, I was happy to see Ridge Holland back. I like Ridge Holland. I saw him show up like, I don't know who this guy is. Like, he got hurt just, yeah. like a year ago. He got hurt really bad, but he's good. He's a talent out of Didn't NXT. Didn't he have a compound fracture? Yeah. Like bone through the skin and Yeah, everything. it was really bad. Jeez Louise. He's a big dude. I like him. I, 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 I like how they put him right back where he was, too. Yeah, like yeah. with those guys. Yeah. That was cool. Um, we've been talking about Kodakai turning on Raquel to finally happen. Yeah, She better win that title. That yes. she hasn't had it yet, I think, is just a yeah. shame. Yeah. Yeah, she's. it was good. I mean, I, I know that's, that's going to be a good feud. Um, mm-hmm. And then in the last... Uh, <laughs> Then you had more Butler segments going on, and they're so stupid, the Butler segments. I don't know where they're going with that. but I, I hope they don't ruin Cameron Grimes with this Yeah. by making it making him too big of a joke. Yeah. Because he's good. He's over, and they're wasting how over he is right yeah. now. Yeah, I agree. Well, that sounds about right. <laughs> um... And then the main event, which was a good match, Bronson Reed lost to Adam Cole. I think that's the end of Bronson Reed on NXT. Yeah, I think he's going to SmackDown. Now, did you see what Bronson Reed did on Twitter this week, which I thought was so good? Uh-uh. Bronson Reed tweeted Roman in the Usos, uh-huh. and he said, I know I'm not related, but I can pretend I am. Or he said, <laughs> I, 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 he's like, I, close, I look close enough that I can pretend I am. You need someone for that IC strap. And he said, bring me in. I'll be in the bloodline. I'll be in that. And I was like, I, I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, they uh, don't have any more bloodline members that are work for the company. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to sign Jacob Fatu because he's like a criminal and has problems <laughs> and stuff like that. I, w- I would have no what trouble. What happened to Manu? Remember I him? Don't know. He was in Legacy for one day. Yeah. I would be totally fine with him bringing in Bronson Reed and saying he's a distant cousin or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. You know he's a big dude. I I like him. I think he works well. I I would like him in Roman's group. I think that's someone that he could learn. Uh, I mean, he Bronson, could play the role of Arn Anderson. Yes, and he's not a young guy, Bronson Reed. He's been wrestling for fourteen years. Yeah, like he's been around a, a long time. I but mean, don't forget, add, he has an accent. 
Yeah, that's true. Well, they won't let him talk. He would just be Roman's, <laughs> like... He'd be a but body- he talks well. He'd be a bodyguard for the bloodline or something like that, you know? But I liked that he was going out and shooting a shot, you know, like, mm-hmm. saying that stuff. Like, you know, I like him. We'll see what... I think he's going to debut on SmackDown this week. Or, or the next yeah, week. Yeah, sure. It'll be a bad debut, because they'll show a video package, and then it'll just come out and lose to Chad Gable or something oh, like yeah. that. You know, they Otis. won't do they won't do any of this other what's stuff. The, what's his name that won the Money in the Bank last year? Tucker. Otis. Otis. Yeah, Otis. So, yeah, that's that. Uh, let's go over to AEW now. All right. Okay. So, it starts off... Let me just say this first match. I absolutely loved the Hangman Dark Order promo. They made mm-hmm. the Dark Order look cool. Yeah. The entrance was fucking cool. Everything about them, I was actually popped for the Dark Order, the way they looked and the way they all came out like bandits. I loved it. Uh-huh. I was so pumped for it. The crowd was pumped for it. I absolutely hated that stupid basketball thing. That the uh, like the, the elite <laughs> just drive me nuts with how stupid and campy and corny they are. Did it's you just... notice that Gallows and Anderson didn't really participate in that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. They, uh, I think they're trying to get some credibility back. Well, they use they're like shit, Gallows and Anderson. They yeah. like a they're a comedy act that gets beat up every week mm-hmm. by one guy but, every week and beat the hell out of those two goons. But they well, definitely, it looks like they made an effort not to participate in the goofiness. Maybe they're they just wore like, the matching outfits. But. Maybe they're just like Kenny in the box. Like, come on with this shit. Like, yeah. How far we plan on going back to Japan someday. Can you not like ruin all our credibility? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, did you like the entrance, the Toon Squad entrance? I thought it was interesting. Like, I, I like special entrance, entrances and stuff. Like, I was fine with it. I wasn't. I, I wasn't upset about it. I was like, yeah, I kind of popped. Yeah, I, I, I. What do you think about it, bro? It was funny and it's topical because Space Jam just came out and yeah, stuff. And they did a commercial for it right as they got to the bottom of the the ramp. They said. That wasn't the best commercial placement of the evening, though. No, we'll get not. to that. I, it's just to me, it's like the way they, they they package Hangman in the Dark Order and they came out. It's like you look like badasses. Like that's like people that are like, yeah, I want to watch those guys. Like I talked about how like Roman and the Usos come out as like a, a heel group, yeah. and then these guys came out like fucking clowns, and it just <laughs> destroys it for me because they can be cool. I've seen yeah. them act cool and act tough yeah. and look cool. They're just taking Kenny Omega and making him into such a turd. Like, I, I'm just not... I, we talked about this before. I'm not a big fan of it. So anyway, the match started, and um, I don't know. The match was okay, but I fucking hate that ending, man. I was totally... I called this shit. I hate. I, I knew they were going to screw Hangman over for his title shit. Yes. Which is... It's not over for him, I don't think. I think they're just going to try and... They're going to milk this a little longer. Because there's so much time between now and All Out. you got two full months, almost. Well, no, I guess it's only a month now. Yeah, it's only like a month away. I I don't know. Honestly, Brock, I feel like this is the CM Punk effect. I don't know. Because CM Punk, to me, and Daniel Bryan, or Bryan Danielson, are never... Like, they don't come across to me as guys that would demand the title. Daniel Bryan doesn't mean CM Punk does. See, I, not the title, Brock, but spot. But he just wants the he just wants the story to be good. 
I think old I CM Punk like. used to do that, but I don't. I don't know. Like, like, I, like, I wasn't here to talk about these signings last week. I think Daniel Bryan is a fantastic signing for AEW. Uh-huh. Daniel Bryan, to me, I honestly believes just wants to have quality matches, and there yeah. are a ton of guys there for him to work with. He will have amazing matches with Jungle Boy, Darby, MJF, all these people, Sammy, and he can teach them about working small and working with big guys because Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. you saw from when he worked with Brock Lesnar in that match where you're like, Daniel Bryan's a turd compared to the size of Lesnar. And he made you believe in that match like that he was almost going to legit yeah. beat Lesnar because that's uh-huh. how good he is. So right. I like him as a signing. I think he's perfect for him. I think CM Punk's ego has gotten completely out of control and I think he wants to be at the top. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Now, we know there was a Darby tease. Yes. No. There's a couple of things because Nick Jackson was hitting a couple of CM Punk moves. Yeah, and they're going to be in Chicago for that. I mean, it's all lining up. For the first dance. Mm-hmm. For the first dance and all that thing. Yeah. And then Darby Allen cuts that promo and says, even if you're the best in the world, you yeah. come. Now, I would be fine with a punk Darby. Oh, that would be fantastic. That, that's fine. Give me that. I mean, yeah. if that's what you're going to do, he comes it's, in. It's Shane McMahon. It's Shane. <laughs> that's who they signed? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he has the best in the world trophy. Yeah. So I would, I'd be cool with that, but I think that's just a tease, that like the Darby thing. I don't know if that's legit. Now, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, give me that. I'll watch that. But yeah. I don't know. I mean... Do you think Punk has missed a step in nine years of not wrestling and doing anything? Probably. That's why I wouldn't. It's want to been seven. I mean, we saw. Yeah, we saw Edge after nine years come back and look pretty good. Yeah. But he worked. I think real... Punk would have kept in shape. I mean, he did MMA just a year or two ago. He did MMA, but like you remember, if you look at that Edge documentary, Edge was working for one year with the dude from FTR. Uh-huh. They would work out because that guy was his friend, Cash, I think, whatever. Uh-huh. And Dash, whatever his name was in the WWE. Yeah. Edge worked out in the ring with Dash for like a the year. The guy whose career may have been ended on Wednesday? Oh, that looked rough. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. But they were, he really worked hard. Do you think Punk has been in the ring working with someone like for the past? I would think so if he was planning on coming back. If he knew he was coming back. Yeah. He's not going to come back a schlub. He's going to make sure he's he's at his, his peak. I agree. Yeah. Because he knows how much is riding on this. Like his yeah. credibility and everything like that. He's always yeah. taken pride in what he does, and that's why he's always been such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, too, he didn't have a great UFC. Like, it, it's a no, it's right. Yeah. I, I'm all right with him. I just kind of wish they use him. Hope they use him as like a novelty here and there, not day, not weekly. Agreed, agreed. Because I, he's someone that would get stale. Because yes. he doesn't need those good matches with everybody, like Daniel Bryan would give us. Yeah, he's more of the character stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, exactly. He's the storyteller. Yep. He's cut big promos. You know, yeah, he's good with all that stuff. But I, 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 I don't know. Upset, but Jim Cornette says he should come in as a heel and just. Say that and shit all over the, the whole company. Yeah, <laughs> like he did in ROH. Yeah, he was like that place wanted to kill him in ROH all the time. Coming and going, this place sucks. These wrestlers suck. I'm better than everybody here. Can he? Can he do that though? How how good of a promo do you have to cut to get CM Punk? Who as soon as they said that they are doing a special rampage show, they Chicago, started chanting it. I mean, yeah, yeah. like it's a, they said a city. But how great would it be? I think it'd be fantastic. 
He's a guy he's gonna that... He's going to get the, the babyface pop no matter what when he comes back. Yes. Well, people he's like, been gone so long. People like it because, yeah, he's been gone so long. He's anti-Vince and anti-WWE. Mm-hmm. So, like, all those people that hate the WWE are like, this is their champion. But what if he comes in and says, half the everybody who has a title here is a former WWE guy? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like it's so easy for him that the material is all there, and he could drop a pipe bomb on his first night and have that crowd booing him out of the building. Yeah, yeah. He's got the talent to do it. I don't think he'll come in and work with Cabana though. I, I no. don't. I was fantasy booking. I like if I had my choice, I'd do it. Yeah. But back to the Hangman thing. I think that I think I don't know. I hope you're right, Brock. That he's. But I don't know. I mean, the stipulation was if he lost and he loses his number one contendership. So I don't know mm-hmm. if he's going to have to go through the ranks again or what that is, but I, pull the trigger on it already. I, I I don't know. Unless someone else gets a title shot before All Out. Yeah, I don't know. And I think they kind of made the Dark Order and him look kind of... I mean, they didn't just lose by cheating. They got their ass kicked. Well, mm-hmm. Hangman got his ass kicked by three people and everything else. And that's my other thing with that is like... They were hitting him with like all these finishing moves and he's kicking out. Doesn't that make them look weak that these power moves you do can't take out one fucking guy? He had to That's hit him with my a biggest gripe with AEW. Yeah. It's just it's like you when have M- to like bring a machete and lop someone's head off with it. It's just like when MJF off. did a, a tombstone off the top rope and it couldn't take out Sammy. You know, we were yes. like, what the hell? He kicked out from that? And like, I usually don't do that, but that was the one where I was like, what? That doesn't make like sense. And that could with the not title. have been done any better. It looked brutal. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Hangman. He had to be hit with the belt twice, two V triggers, and then the one wing angel to pin him. I was like, Jesus Christ, is he Superman? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Um, then you had Sartana and Tease. And Ortiz versus FDR. I was a little disappointed that those guys didn't beat FTR, but I get I think they had to end it pretty quick. I think so, too. So who got hurt in that? Cash Wheeler. What happened to him? He fell on the turnbuckle, and he, like, destroyed his arm. Yeah. So they had to end it pretty quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It I mean, was bleeding pretty bad. I don't know if it's broke or anything, but it ripped it up. I get that FTR gets a win. That way you give the pinnacle a win over yeah. the inner circle, you know. Yeah, they'll have another match if he comes back anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, they had a good match. It was fine. They didn't um, give him much time. This was a pretty packed show. Yeah, and they didn't have a lot of time for a lot of that stuff. Um, I thought the um, IWGP US title match was good. Yeah, it was it. good. Hikaleo's hair bothered me. He needs a ponytail because I thought he was going to suffocate. Yeah, he has a lot of hair, but I liked him. I thought he was cool. <laughs> he's He's gotten a lot better since the last time I saw yeah, him. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. all right. I liked that he had... Uh, Haku with him, or Meng, or whatever you want to call him. So King Haku. King Haku, yeah. Yeah, that was that was cool. And um, I like that they're giving Archer a little bit of this, a run with this, and doing something with him. I like Lance mm-hmm. Archer. Yeah. I thought he was good. It was nice seeing the Bullet Club trademarks on AEW. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and the song was cool. So he's going to fight Tanahashi now next week? Yeah, so it seems like. Is that actually going to happen in this in the states though, or is that going to be in Japan? That's I don't going to be know. Japan at this at the show coming up that they're doing. Okay. okay, I wanted Tanahashi in the U.S. Yeah, I don't know much about Tanahashi. He's there. He's he's well past his prime, but go back and look at some of his early stuff because he was amazing. What is he like over there? The equivalent of John Cena. Shawn Michaels. 
Oh, really? Because everybody always says that Okada's like the John Cena over there. Uh, he can, yeah. He's over. He's probably just as over as Cena over there. Yeah. He's more talented in the ring. They haven't but done. I would, I would compare Tanahashi to Shawn Michaels more. Okay. Well, you know, because they're saying, you know, all these big announcements that, like, people are going to show up. Everybody's trying to guess is it, is it really Daniel Bryan? Is it really CM Punk? Do you think that it could be, like, a swerve and it's really like Okada? I think Okada's going to be the fifth labor of Jericho. Oh, really? That'd be great. Mm -hmm. Did he wrestle him and... He beat him. Jericho beat him in Japan. Yeah. As the pain maker. Yeah. He fought the rainmaker. And Okada had the best quote ever. He's like, what the fuck is a pain maker? Because he's (laughs) a rainmaker. (laughs) Yeah, that would be cool. But does Jericho get to beat him? He's going to have to. Mm Mm-hmm. That's also would be fine if Jericho lost on the fifth match of all this. So he never fought him. Well, I mean, I, me and Kevin were talking about this earlier, Brock, and I said, I don't understand why Jericho's agreeing to go through all this shit. It's not a title match. It's not like something's... He needs it's not to like, get his hands on him. It's not like a loser. Just beat him up. <laughs> like, well, I mean, here's, here's what's so dumb about the booking, and it's probably based on Nick Gage's availability. But wouldn't you end with that? Yes, exactly. Like you go from Sean Spears to a death match with Nick Gage to a, someone has to hit a move off the top right. Against Juventud Guerrero, who's yes. 49 years old. Yes, exactly. Because Like, shouldn't Nick Gage have been last? Yes. Well, that was just because I think Nick Gage was in the news because of Cardona beating him. Yeah, maybe. Some deathmatch king. He's lost two deathmatches in a week. I know. And, and I, I'm sorry, but that match fucking sucked. It, there was nothing good about like there was some shitty wrestling in the beginning because Nick Gage is a horrible wrestler and there was nothing going on and then they smacked each other with light tubes and then there was one good spot that Jericho did that moonsault through the glass and then it was just like let's cut Jericho his head over and over with a bunch of shit that like I mean it was terrible and people were online like oh my god this is the fucking best thing I've ever seen what, what did I miss well, here's the thing. Like, I watched it again before we, we got on tonight. That crowd was dead. The crowd yes. was super dead. That whole show, after Hangman, Hangman lost, pinned, they the, lost, all the air got yeah, sucked out. Yeah, they lost the entire crowd when Hangman lost. Yes. People were like... And then, like, nobody there knows who Nick Gage is. It's a totally different audience. He yes. came out, no one gave two shits. Yes. He, did, he got no pop. No reaction whatsoever, honestly. A couple people cheered when he took the light tubes out because people were like, oh, we're going to see a couple idiots hit each other with fucking light tubes. Yeah. But I think Ken hit it right on the head last week when he said that this is Jericho trying to get his street cred back. Yep, that's after, exactly after what the, it is. The poof fall. Yep. That's why he got cut so many times in the face. Yeah. So he could take a picture and put it on his Instagram like he did yep. of his face <laughs> all cut up. It's all about him. It's all There's about There's going to be a whole podcast about it next week, I'm yep. sure. And if you're someone like Rob who loves fucking Nick Gage so much, he just got beat by two WWE guys that don't <laughs> even do death matches, but he's the king of the death match. I feel like I could beat up Nick Gage. <laughs> just knock him the fuck out and before he even has a chance to hit you with pizza cutters or whatever. My thing about <laughs> Nick Gage is when you see him standing next to Jericho and you realize how big Jericho is. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh shit. Cardona was so much bigger than him too. Yeah. But the best thing about that match is when he's pulling out the pizza cutter carving up Jericho's head, they 
picture picture in picture, and it's a Domino's ad where they cut the pizza right down the middle. Yeah, that was a pretty good product. As soon as it started. I don't know if that was intentional or a happy accident, but it was great. Yeah. yeah. It was good. But the, the most violent, like the most graphic stuff of that match act definitely happened during picture in picture. I think they were probably instructed to do that. Yeah, probably. It just was a boring match. I know that Texas Death match the week before was more entertaining than that with Moxley mm-hmm. and, and Archer. That was at least more some spots that were kind of like you know got thrown through some barbed wire. Some things happened. This is just he's all about these fucking light tubes. Just hitting Jericho had a goddamn baseball bat, and this guy has a fucking light tube. Yeah. I was like, just beat this guy up with the baseball. Well, this guy's reaching for light tubes. I feel like you know no nothing like. I feel like Nick Gage didn't know how to wrestle on that, that stage. He was totally nervous. because Yeah, know, he didn't know what he was allowed to do, I'm sure. I, I think so. But when you watch like GC, the very limited amount of GCW I've watched, it's like a mosh pit in a punk show. Like the crowd's ravenous the entire yeah, time. Yeah, th- those people are out of their fucking So and minds. whenever he's like going to the crowd and like taunting them, like it gets him pumped up. Yeah. He's trying to do that a lot in a crowd. That's and they, like, and they're like, just like, like, what is this? Yes. What do we want? And they're also already disappointed so much from the fact that yeah. the, the biggest pop of the night lost. Lost. And yeah. can't be champion. Yeah, and can't be champion. Yeah. So it, it was a tough night. I. There's a shit. And here's the thing too, like Nick Gage always works babyface. Yes. And he's supposed to be the heel last night, and it doesn't make sense because that's that's his whole shtick as he plays off the crowd, like Ken was saying. Yeah. And when you work at a crowd that you don't even they really don't even know who you are against their one of their favorites. Yeah. Like it just doesn't work for him. And how about no, those? I'm, gonna, I'm not going to take anything away from the guy. I'd never do the stuff he does. Well, but, yeah, because but... he's a fucking goofball who can't <laughs> wrestle, so he cuts the shit out of himself and tries to kill himself. And idiots to go watch it throw beer bottles at Matt Cardona <laughs> trying to kill him because he won. I, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's insane to watch this shit. It's like I can't handle that. That uh, I, I have MDK on my shirt. It stands for Murder, Death, Kill. You're a fucking moron, is what you are. Murder, <laughs> Death, Kill. That's the best you can come up with. So here's what I'm going to say about the, the GCW Championship match. I thought that, I, from what I saw on the internet, I haven't watched the match. I loved the heat that he got at the end. Because it was genuine. Yeah, it was good heat. You know what I mean? Like, it was. Now, I, I understand not wanting to get beer bottles and everything thrown That's at dangerous. You. Yes, it is. I understand. I Like, you know, I remember when Cena fought RVD and they were like, we riot. Yeah. And the way Cena came in, the crowd was going nuts. That was cool. Same thing with. Yeah, because his life wasn't in danger. Yeah, 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 but, I mean, Cardona's life was actually in danger. Those people wanted to kill him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they were trying to kill him. Like, it's fake. It's wrestling. It's not real life, you lunatics. Yeah. yeah. To think this is good. And you see the people that were in that crowd, they all look like none of they all look like fucking goofballs. Sorry, Rob, if Rob goes and watch this. I I d I don't get it. It's fucking weird. It's so weird. I, I, I mean, King of the Death ma- Death Match, Don Bjorn. King of the de- the Death Match and I feel bad for Matt Cardona that this is what he had to resort to. I think this is what rejuvenates his career. Yeah, this ain't gonna rejuvenate uh, shit. That ain't gonna. I don't think he's gonna do another death match. I think it's a one and done thing for him. It put that company on the map because if you look, it did because Cardona's popular. Twitter, everything. That's all it was on 
all for the weekend was that people Matt. love Matt Cardona. Zack Ryder was very popular. Yeah. People love this guy. The WWE missed the ball, missed the spot with this guy. They should have made him champion when he was hot and the whole crowd was behind them, and they didn't pull the trigger on it. And that was the biggest mistake they ever did with this guy. And I think it happened. I can, I can see because of this GCW becoming a viable, you know, yeah, third or fourth brand here in the United States. I don't know. I don't know about that. I'd have to you know someone have to prove me wrong on that one. I don't know about it's that. It's not all death matches. No, it's like, not. They have a lot of like it's like an ECW with like they got all the good technical guys too and like the like uh, the people John I saw in that card poster did not look too impressive to me, but I don't know. <laughs> they looked like a bunch of fucking idiots on there. It was from what when I saw the I saw the matchup listing and I was like, who are who is this these people? There is Marco Stunt was there in a match. Uh, yeah, Marcus. Jonathan Grisham works there. Like he's considered one of the best technicians out there right now. He he wrestles well, there. Maybe. Like there's there's people like, and I think it's going to take this match with Cardona to start, you know, changing it in that direction of more legitimately. His next pro title wrestling. match. His next title match is in Vegas that they have coming up, and I don't think it's a death match. And I don't know if I don't know if maybe every match has every title defense is a death match. It shouldn't be because Matt Cardona is good enough to have a match without having all that yeah. shit. He's a legit wrestler who can really wrestle and have a good match. I, I looked and into he looks it. And good. I think this was actually the first world title match they've had that was labeled a death match. Oh really? Because mm-hmm, they have, if you go to the Wikipedia, they have all the stipulations listed for oh, okay for okay. each title defense. King of the death match. Lost two of them in a span of five days. Fucking <laughs> idiots! Oh god. So let, let's next week. Jericho has to fight Juventud Guerrero. <laughs> yeah, oh my, this is ridiculous. Oh god. This should have been the second labor. This should be no labor. Just because he mentioned Juventud on TV, this is how Jericho's mind works. I mentioned it a year ago. Now I'm going to tie it all back in. You know, like <laughs> okay, I give you credit that you remembered it. And you're tying it in. But who gives a fucking shit about Juventud Guerrero and you need to do a move off the top rope and that's all you have to do? Yes. I mean, if I was really MJF and I lived in this world of kayfabe where I'm like, I don't want Jericho to make it to my match. I get Nick Gage. I don't like it, but I get it because he's going to get really hurt. The next one should be you have to fucking fight this monster. You know, you, you have to fight, fight Nick Gage and the big sh- like. You have to fight Lance Archer. And and you know in a steel cage, and he's gonna beat the shit. You have to fight even Wardlow. I'd make him fight Wardlow. Wardlow's a mod like Cody had to do, you know, or something. Mm-hmm. There's got to be people out there that you could be like, this is a tough opponent for you. You have to fight these three guys, you know, at, at the same time. Instead, you have to beat who the dude Guerrero. You have to fight. You have to fight King Aku in a street fight. Yeah. You have to do something that you're going to get beat up from. It's going to be hard, you know? Mm-hmm. What if the fifth one's Brock Lesnar since they have legitimate beef? Yeah, maybe. I thought the fifth one might be Daniel Bryan in a submission match. Maybe. I would have even been all right if they would have did something like, hey, you have to fight Jake Hager, and if Hager loses, he's out of the company. So, like, they have to have some kind of dynamic of, like, I don't want to wrestle my friend, but I don't want to lose. And they, yeah. and he actually has to beat an MMA guy like Hager. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more things you could do other than the juice. <laughs> <Movie> <laughs> I juice. want to see him, see what he looks like. 
I checked him out on Instagram. He looks okay. Like yeah, he looks I'm sure in he good does. Shape. I'm sure Hoovy does, but you know, it's Hoover to Guerrero. <laughs> Guerrera. Guerrera. Yeah, they're not related to Goo. Yeah, maybe the last thing is I don't know. I don't uh, know. I could see somebody coming in for that. CM Punk might be one too that he's the final labor. Because they wrestled at WrestleMania before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm getting real over of every time you have to fight MJF, you have to go through these legs. Just go beat him up. You already flushed his head down the fucking toilet once. Just go do it again. <laughs> Wait for him in his changing room like he did last time and then beat him up. Yeah, why does it have to be a match? Yeah, you don't need a, you don't need anything. There's no titles on the line or like a, a great stipulation. And if you lose, you're just trying to wrestle the guy. I also think the match, because we know we're getting this match at all out. It should have been a cage match. Somewhere where he can't run away from... Somewhere where he, like there's got a, almost like an old school cage where there's a you know. A and I'm shoot. sorry, but he should not beat MJF either. No, he shouldn't. He's got to get to the point where he starts passing to some of these dudes. MJF doesn't need to lose to Jericho. He needs to beat Jericho. Yes. Legit beat Jericho and become. Yeah. What he is, the leader of his group. Well, I think he will, because Orange Cassidy beat him. He threw him into a tub of champagne. Like, you know, he didn't take the L. There was a stipulation yeah. out. There's usually a stipulation out for Jericho, you know? Yeah, usually. I don't know. We'll see. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I just don't know there anymore. Like, I really was on board with the whole hangman thing, and then they, like, fucking derailed me. Maybe they're going to find a way to put it back on, but, like, I'm not following the logic here in this booking. It's tough. I was I was with them. I was like, yeah, because we even said that weeks ago. We're like, Hangman's gonna have to ma- have a match, like a team match first. Yes, yeah, with yeah. the Dark Order. Then you know maybe he'll win, and then the next one will go from there. You put, start putting those stupid stipulations on the line. And we know that they're honoring their stipulations so far. So it's, yeah. there's got to be some kind of somebody has to do something to fire up Kenny to make him want to fight Paige. Yeah. Because they got the Dark Order over last night. I would have liked to see them get a title match. Like, they were hot. I would have liked to see all of them got to, like, whoever pinned, like, you know, two of the, the one tag team get yeah. to go for the Impact title. You know, they, they could have done a couple things there, but now we get nothing. Yeah, because, I mean, like you said, yeah, that entrance popped that crowd. Oh, my God. They were so hot. They were so fired up. It was so neat. And then when they lost, they were like, what? All the and, and look at who those guys wore. Uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. Who, yeah. gave, who cared about those guys a month yeah. ago? Yeah. yeah, and they got they did their job. They got them over, and then they made them lose. Yeah, I, I, don't, uh-huh. I don't get it. I, I'm not following the logic there. <laughs> they gave Hangman like updated music. Yeah, outfits. I, I, don't, I don't know. So let's talk ratings real quick before it ends. Um, how everybody did. SmackDown was a little down from the week before, 2.1 million, but still the second best ratings of it in like two years. So like it's doing well. Even against the Olympics. Even against the Olympics, Raw was up a little <laughs> bit, 1.8 uh, against Olympics as well. Um, I don't know what to do. Uh, what they're I, and it's a bad week for NXT because it's the Olympics and all that. And it was on Sci-Fi, but it was in the 500s, man. Yeah, I think the move to Sci-Fi hurt it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because DVRs don't pick it up when they change channels like that. It was tough. It was very tough. And uh, AEW was up a little bit more. It was 1.1 million this week. 
So three weeks in a row of over a million views for them. So they're doing well. Because of Nick Gage. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that Nick Gage bump. Yeah. I think this. Well, sure, a little bit got put in because of the news. Oh, I'm sure. Like, yeah, I think, I, but I think the Hangman match and all that mm-hmm. popped him too. You know. But we'll see. Is there any big matches announced for any shows next week? Every week it's a new like title of a show too. Like yeah, a, I think they're going to do that all summer, it looks like. Fighter Fest, Fight of the Fallen, Fight for... Well, next week's Homecoming. Next week is home, is it Homecoming? Yeah. Yeah, because they're going back to Jacksonville. And then they're coming to Pittsburgh. Yeah. You think we for don't Ramp- get a special name. You think for the first episode of Rampage we get a debut? I hope so. I hope so too. I don't think it's going to be Punk. I think they're going to save that for Chicago. And I think see, I think maybe Daniel Bryant might be saved for that New York show. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, we're probably just going to get who's another guy from Jericho's past? Who did Carrera? <laughs> it's going to be Gilbert. Oh. Gilbert. Or uh, what was the Ralphus? That'll be the fifth. That'll be his last thing, won't it? The fifth one by that time. Yeah, it'll be the final one, so it could be a good one. Well, when is it? Is it two weeks away? Yeah. Yeah. What's the date for it? Two weeks from Wednesday. <laughs> well, it'll probably happen on Dynamite, though. Yeah. But there's still tickets available for Dynamite. I am I might go. I don't have to work. So it's August 13th. Yeah. August 13th is Rampage, the debut. Yeah, so yeah. August 11th. 11th. So, yeah, we won't see a, a labor debut there. Because ne- next week... Well, no, next week the 4th is labor number 3. Yeah. And then it's labor number 4 the week after that. So, yeah, we're right in between yeah. 4 and 5. I'll be I'll be in labor by the time that happens. Yeah, All right. I might go to that. And that's it, folks. All right, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, invite, and tell your friends. Have a great evening. Later. Later.